But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys, Fatty, Fatty. and Big Bry. And Big Bry. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a September to remember here at Illegal Ham to the Face 2023 style. Bri, we have three years in, and this is our third season covering the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we will do our win-loss totals tonight. We are also getting into the NFL and our pickums coming up for divisions and possibly Super Bowl. We'll talk to Bri a little bit later about that. Uh, James mm-hmm. is here, said, hey, what's going on? Justin is here, what's so going James? on? We did Justin? have our illegal ham to the face fantasy football draft last week, and there were some uh, wonderful names on there. We had a team name of Aaron Hernandez Taxi Service. Uh, we had Porsche County Prostitutes made their way back on there. Right. We had uh, Elijah Moorhead uh, made an appearance on there and mm-hmm. big Bri, you just stuck with old glory with the, uh, the stars and stripes and big Bri. You have a bunch yep. of that one, but I'm sure we'll get a few other colorful names coming in here. Um, everybody showed up. Everybody's happy with their teams. I do have to admit the tight ends went off a lot faster than I thought they were going to go big fella. I mean, they yeah. started peeling off like crazy and I'm like, Oh crap. I need a tight end and I need one now. <laughs> So it yeah. was definitely a fun little draft we had. So if you guys don't know, we did a one quarterback, two running back, two receiver, two tight end, and two flex league. And it'll be a fun one. I, I, I think. I mean, just because just that uniqueness that because I'm in. Well, I got my fifth draft tonight, so it, thankfully it's my last one. But uh, but I like doing ours because it's not the same as the other three or four that I'm in. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, just having that depth, especially you mentioned it at tight end and you find out pretty quickly that there's probably not enough starting tight ends for one on each team for a 12 team league, let alone two. So if you got two that you feel pretty good about, you're ahead of the rest. I had a couple that I picked just for a red zone and that was kind of where I ended up. I wanted to at least get a top tier wide receiver and a top tier running back right out of the gate. And that was my focus right out of the gate, but I was also picking ninth. So really didn't have a luxury of the top ones, but I had the nice snake draft coming back where I could kind of snipe one and then snipe the other. So I, you know, I did the one, two punch of picked wide receiver, then a running back on the way back through and did the same thing again on the way back through, but I did get Patty Mahomes as quarterback. So I was quite all right with that. We'll see how he does on Thursday night, by the way. NFL does start on Thursday night kickoff. You got the Kansas City Chiefs playing the – now I'm drawing a blank. Lions. Oh, Detroit. Oh, man. Detroit, that yeah. I just saw a couple minutes ago, right before I came on, that Kelsey got injured in practice, so he's questionable now. 
God, hopefully he's like, on the Portage County prostitutes. <laughs> we'll take it. If he can miss a couple weeks or something, that'd be great for the Browns, anything. So, Brian, you and I have always put a little wrinkle in our fantasy football draft, and I'm about to put another one in for next year. Okay. All right. So we, we are working on the illegal ham fantasy trophy that the person will hold on to for one year. Okay, after that year is up, that person that did win will get to pick our next fantasy football league and what we're doing. So the winner will cool. get the trophy and also pick what we are doing next year, whether it be a super flex, whether it be whatever it is. So it gives winning just a little bit more oomph. I mean, even if we want to do the vampire league again, I, I think we got to the vampire league before everybody else did. And uh, now it's a hit doing the Vampire League. And I did see some uh, wonderful punishment for uh, fantasy football. I saw a guy get <laughs> lit up with a paintball gun for finishing last. I don't think we should do anything like that, but maybe a blazing wing challenge if you finish last. My my idea was always, you know, you'd see the, um, the tattoo league, you know how whoever finishes the last has to get a tattoo. Um, and whoever whoever wins it gets to pick whatever tattoo they want um, for the last place person to get. That's a little permanent, but I thought like um, my deal was doing a license plate. So whoever finishes in last, first place person gets to pick their license plate for one year. They have to drive around and have everybody honking at them and stuff. So yeah, that can get kind of creative. Obviously, you have to keep it clean, but um, but yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't convince the guys that I do. Uh, my 17-year league was to do that, but I always thought that would be a good time. Yep, yep. It, uh, that would actually be kind of fun. I yeah. mean, I wonder where we can kick it old school with, like, canings. Can we bring canings back? You know, if you lose, you get caned as you walk through everybody. Throwing rocks, doing the shame. 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 You can do, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, let's get into our shout-outs. Um, hold on. Before we do that, James asked where has Sherry been. Um, if I may ask, Sherry is no longer with Legal Hands of the Face. Um, some things have come up. Um, she has not talked to us in a very long time, actually in a long time, so that's why she has not been on here, and I have not been able to get a hold of her. So we wish her the best. I hope everything is okay with her. Um, and, Bri, that's that's really all we got to say. Wish her the best. Um, no hard feelings, no matter what happens. Just, I guess it didn't work out for her and her schedule, and she never really told us. So that's completely where that's at right now. So all we could do is just pray that everything's okay with her and hope that everything's fine, which I think it is, and we move on. That's what we do. Yeah, Browns fangirl Sherry. Uh, we, we appreciate her for her time, and I think as we talked, uh, her, her brown seats are kind of close to where mine are, so hopefully I see her sometime, and uh, we can be celebrating some many, many Browns wins. Um, you know, we're all, we're all rooting for the same thing here. Yep, yes, we are. So on that note, let's get into some shout-outs. Big fella, do you have any shout-outs this week? Yeah, I got some birthday shout-outs. Um, today, Jose's birthday, our boy. Um, hopefully he's watching. Same with Preacher Man Jeff's. Uh, they share a birthday today. And then I got a buddy, Mark, whose birthday is tomorrow, who's in our um, in our fantasy football league. So busy birthday week for all them. And then my last one's kind of a melancholy one. It's a uh, 
shout out for uh, Jimmy Buffett. We lost Jimmy uh-huh. Buffett over the weekend, and man, you just you don't realize how many people his music reaches. It's it's for everybody, whether you like oh. rock, whether you like rap, whether you like country, you know, whatever. Everybody can come together for that, and it's just it's music that f- feels you, makes you feel good. We had um we had it going on the beach this weekend, and yeah, it just it puts you in a great state of mind. And so, very sad. I think he was only seventy six, but uh, but yeah, certainly he had a huge impact on a lot of people. Also, on that note, the lead singer of Smash Mouth uh, passed away at the age of fifty six yesterday. Right. So, I mean, we yeah. had. Uh, there's a lot of people that have gone on, and like you said, Jimmy Buffett kind of got everybody. As soon as you hear like Cheeseburger in Paradise or Margaritaville play, everybody's singing it. It's just one of the right. icon classics that it was. I know my dad called me, talked to me about it, um, and just sad to hear that. Um, my shout outs this week, Bry, I got to shout out Geno's. Man, what a time at Geno's we had. They just came out with their new menu Go to Illegal Ham to the Face. Uh, page the new menu is up there they've added new specialty pizzas bry they've added the smash burgers all right they have the single the double the triple and the dawn a four patty smash burger they got on there they also have their regular one that you had the big mac style Mm -hmm. Um, but i mean the fish sandwich the italian beef sandwich everything was good there and Gino was truly amazing. Brian, I sat and talked with him for like a half hour after you left. And what a truly nice guy. Said we can come back whenever we want to. Sweet. Yeah, it was a blast. Great atmosphere. And the bartender, Jenny, right? Jenny, I remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was amazing, too, taking care of us the entire night. Um, Jake, everybody that came out, Jake, his buddy, Pops was there with his wife. And just that place was, it was special, Brian. It really was. It was a nice little place that we've never been to. And I'd definitely go back again. That food was banging. It was so good. Oh, for so sure. Good. So we want to shout them out. Also got to shout out City Dogs Cleveland, buddy. October 22nd is zooming in real quick on us. And we're going to have some fun. We got a pregame and viewing party at Melt Barn Grilled and Independence. All benefiting City Dogs Cleveland. There will be a dine to donate. We will have be passing around a hat. I think we're going to have some baskets to give away, a uh, real raffle style. And okay. All of it, everything goes to City Dogs Cleveland. You come in to eat, 20% goes to City Dogs Cleveland. You hang out with us, you want to throw money in the hat. It all goes to City Dogs. None of it's coming to us, none of it's going to melt. This is all for City Dogs. So come out, have a great time. Brian and I will be up there talking about the Browns pregame with Peter Tellup running our board for once. We're going to steal audio from the uh, Voice of Land podcast. Always Positive Jay will be joining us. Casey Kinneman will be joining us. We will also have special guests throughout the show. We will have a probably about an hour and a half show up until kickoff. And then after that, who knows what happens after that? There'll be an illegal hand to the face, Sandy. There might be milk challenges at halftime have been floated out. Cornhole tournament might be going on. You never know what's going to happen. So please stay tuned to all of our social media pages. Bri, we are a little over a month away. How pumped are you for this show? Can't wait. It's a great venue. It's a great um, 
great company to be working with with City Dogs of Cleveland. Uh, I had some people even asking me about it yesterday. I had a fantasy draft up in Twinsburg at, at Nick's place. Um, so they were asking about the 22nd. So I said, yeah, come on out. Have a good time. I mean, you don't have to know anybody. We're all Browns fans. We all enjoy good food. Come out. You know, if, if you're by yourself, if you got one other friend coming with you, you know, whatever. It, it's it's a family event. It's uh, It'll be guaranteed good time. Hopefully the Browns can give us a win, give us something to cheer about. And, uh, yeah, we can all go home happy. But, uh, yeah, whatever whatever situation you're in, come on out. If you got that time for that day, um, support a good cause and uh, have a little fun. Yeah, we will be there from about um... – We'll be there early setting up, but the show will start at about between 11 and 11.30, go all the way to kickoff, and then after kickoff, we were going to kick back, have a few beverages, watch the game, come out and join us. Like Bryce said, it's all for City Dogs. It's all a good time. Don't care if it's one person, 20 people, anybody that show up can show up and just have fun sure. with us. Just join us, watch a game, because Brian and I don't get to watch that many games together in person, so this is like a special time for us because – get to sit and watch a game with Big Bry actually in person. I think we did that one time, and that was at Mr. B's, and it wasn't a good game to be watching. So hopefully we get this one, and it will turn out great. Matt Fish will also be there. I forgot to tell you, the uh, owner. Oh, Lily's getting excited. I hear oh, her. <laughs> I hear yeah. her. She's getting excited. Mama, Mama must be home. Is there bacon? She's smelling bacon? No, Mama's home. So, But, yeah, like I said, stay tuned to our social There'll be more stuff coming down the pipeline. Like I said, we will have multiple cameras there. Peter Telp will be running our board for us. So Brian and I have free reign to do whatever. Might be a camera out at the bar, but the whole place is ours for that amount of time. So come out and join us. Let's pack this place for City Dogs, okay? And then on that note, Brian, let's get into our trivia, which is City Dog Trivia time. Nope. And it is your turn because I gave you the beautiful... By the way, I'm so glad to see Naylor back in the lineup, Bry. So glad. Oh, let's get start our paying off back. here. Well, give him time. He hasn't played in a month. Give no, I know. I mean, but the pitching. We'll get to it, I'm sure. All right, here we'll we go. about last night. Yep. Oh, you and I both. It's like a high school football game last night. trivia is brought to you by city dogs of cleveland the 21 dollar adoption is over with it was a whole month of august hopefully we had a lot of adoptions for 21 dollars have not talked to best so we are going to do a run again of our favorite dog goofus from last week and i got to get his pictures up here bry because this little bundle of joy look at this face can't say to this face this dog's a little bit over a year old loves to play love having a good time he's worked really hard on a leash and Somebody needs to adopt this dog, especially with that name, Goofus. Man, you can't say no to that face, Brian. Look, it looks like Lil almost. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Especially that picture. <laughs> so please go to City Dogs and adopt or that picture. That's the best one. By the way, you need one. to send me that video of her disappearing in the bush so I can put it on our <laughs> legal hand to the paste page because that was amazing. 
Yeah, that was from a couple of years. I mean, I think we had just gotten her, and she was obsessed with those little pigs from Walmart. <laughs> well, she's got a couple little pigs here that do a show, so she's obsessed <laughs> with us too. Oh yeah, we got a pig. Don't do you still have that there? Uh, I hate to admit that the cat got a hold of the pig. Oh no! And the pig has lost its snout. But oh, we are in the way for another pig. But the fart gun still works, Bry. It go. is. It's a hey, One it's in the case. So we're ready to go. All right, let's do this trivia tonight, Bry. Yep. We're finally getting to my uh, my college football trivia that I kept forgetting to give to you. I didn't want to give to you because it wasn't college football season, and I forgot last time. So here it is, the big whopper. Um, the last 20 years, um, I'm looking – the last 20 seasons, last 20 years, however you want to do it. I'm looking for the schools that have won multiple – National championships. Okay. Last so 20 from seasons. Like 2000 to 2023? 03, 03 to 23. Oh, of course you won't have, you know, Ohio State in there. 03 to 23. So Ohio State's in there. 03 to 23. Okay. Was, oh, see, I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint now. The, the Ohio State was the 02 season. So, That's the only hint you get. Yeah, okay. We'll throw Ohio State in there because it was 02 in 2015. It counts. No, I said... It I counts, Bri. I said last 20. I didn't it say last counts. 21. It's going to count. There's five. There's five teams. And Ohio State is not one of them. Mm, you're an ass. But that's I'm okay. just... It's last okay. 20 years. You no, know, you're just trolling. It's okay. It's already started. College football has started. And here comes the trolls out. And yeah. you know you won't go back to 2002, but 2003, you know, have a free. You could have gone gone back to 2000. We could have done that one. My, my trolling is clearly working. Uh, of course it is. What are you sipping on there? Check mark for me. Oh, it's some sort of seltzer, uh, blood orange or something. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I had it there. We had it left over from we went to uh, we went to Michigan City, which is technically in indiana this past weekend so got to spend some time with the family so we had a leftover one so i got some coors light but i had one of those i figured it's not bad it's okay not a huge fan of seltzer but not picky james i just saw what you wrote down they had a fifth grader pass away this week we will send prayers and um you know special out to that family that is my boys are in fifth grade i i wouldn't know how to handle that as a parent um that's that's sad as sad could be. Oh, oh I got to play Chris in fantasy football too. So Chris is in here going, it should be 02 to 22 and include the Buckeyes, but he's a Buckeye homer too. And then he said, Well, I knew, I knew everyone knew the Buckeyes wanted yeah. to know too. So I had uh, 20 years. By the way, Chris, I would like you to call my team name as a team name. It's not just Fatty. It's Elijah Moorhead will be going down this week. Um, and I did draft him for that purpose, by the way. I saw it. I was going to give you a hard time for uh, – would you get him in the third or fourth round or something? I don't care. He's on my team. I don't even care, Bri. I, I, got watched... the Browns, I got the Browns' number two receiver 10 rounds later than you got their number three receiver. I don't even care, Bri. 
You drafted hey. super early. I don't even care, Chris. Guess what? He's on my team. Guess what? I can name it now whatever I want to, and I can name it Elijah Moorhead. Because you I could have named it Elijah Moorhead without him. No, it's not the same. Not if he's not on the team. It's not the same. <laughs> I got some Chubb names out there, and I never had Nick Chubbs, so I'm that no, there's, guy. There's been a lot of Chubbs. Hunt and Chubb. Well, we'll leave it, it at that. It was normally it was something like um, Tim Tebow, Hunt and Chubb. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Bry, let's put up the big old banner that Chris likes. He's here now. Let's give him some Cleveland headlines and some little bass bumping at that. Matter of fact. So I don't know who all I have had the auto draft half. Uh, well, so you can mo. Yeah. It was let's Justin. Justin, you can't say that. So you can mo. You can mow whenever you want to. Stop that. You're a single man. Get out there. Oh, and he, whenever. Now you're making. Is he making excuses. excuses? Making really excuses for auto draft already? Already. Lauren was in Alaska much. and completely had to auto draft her entire lineup. You see her complaining? I don't. That's rough. So, Cleveland headlines, Brian. I don't even know why I do these polls anymore because my poll kind of bit me in the ass. But the Cleveland Guardians won two against Minnesota, won another two against Tampa Bay, and everything's riding high. And then they got a 20-burger smashed on them last night. They lost to the freaking Minnesota Twins 20-6. to And it wasn't even close, Brian. It was 19-1 to at some point in time. And what was it? Not Charlie Fry. David Fry? David David Fry. Four innings pitched. A middle infielder pitched four innings for you. Bry. <laughs> Just when I think. So the Twitter poll that I did put out there, and I'll even bring it up because, you know, went in the series out of Tampa and out of Minnesota, got him back within the range. But I asked, you know, can the Guardians make a run to, through the division, get to the MLB playoffs? Right, look at that. We had 175 votes, and it was almost split down the middle, but it was 55 45. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but after that 20 to 6 loss, I think it might have changed. I mean, how do, you feel, how do you feel watching a high school football game for a baseball game? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was at uh, my buddy Nick's house for a fantasy draft, and he had it on the TV there. and you know, I've talked in the past about how I have Hulu, so I'm not able to watch. We don't get ballys, so I'm not able to watch those games. So it's like one of five, ten baseball Indians games, Guardians games that I'm able to watch every year. So quite disappointing for me. They were joking about how, you know, um, Minnesota was going to hit. One guy mentioned, oh, Minnesota put money on uh, Minnesota hitting – Six home runs today. Yeah, ha, ha, we all had to joke, laugh about it. But, uh, dude, I, did they hit six? I know they hit five. Um, I don't know if they hit six, but it was damn close. There was another grand slam, though. It was uh, – it, uh, it got so out of hand so quickly, and I'm like, man, I mean, as bad as I felt watching it, I felt so bad for the people that actually planned their Labor Day around going down for that game. And, um, yeah, it was just – 
I mean, I don't know if I want to call it an embarrassment because that stuff just kind of happens in baseball from time to time. But, uh, man, it it was a sobering game to watch because, yeah, okay, maybe our pitching can keep us in certain games. And Giolito, obviously, we don't know what we have with him. He's kind of uh, all over the place. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's the name that you know. From uh, from his time with the White Sox, and he just would pair up the Guardians. Um, but he's had a rough year, and so that continued yesterday. And but their bats are just so much far and away better than than what we have going on offensively. So I don't really know how we can compete with that unless they go really cold or we get really hot. Um, so. Yeah, technically we still have. I feel like this is going to be like an ongoing thing. You know, next Tuesday we might talk about, well, Guardians are within four games. And then next week, well, Guardians are within three games. And then the following week, Guardians are back to five or six games. And it's just going to be up and down, up and down. So, yeah, technically we have a chance till the very end. But, um, shoot, we got to win tonight. I think we play them tomorrow as well. Is that right? Uh yeah, I think we got four games with them, but I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So but right now it's tied, three. it's tied two to two right now going into the fifth inning. Um yeah. They play the twins tomorrow, and then they play the Angels, who pretty much they got four games with the Angels, and the Angels have given up. Right. And then the Giants, and then the Rangers, and then the Royals. So right. they've got a good stretch coming up. Let's see what kind of baseball they play. But they definitely wouldn't need to win the next two with Minnesota here. They got to take advantage of these next two games. And if they don't, then it's really going to be tough sledding. I think they said it was 15. They got to go 15 and nine to get to 81 and 81. So that's okay. where everything's at right now. So we'll see what they do. But we got more important fish to fry, Bry. It's NFL football season. And, you know, like next week, we'll touch base on it again. But we're not going to spend too much time on it. Naylor's back. And they're talking about McKenzie and Bieber being back here at the end of September. Right. Heard that, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll just keep an eye on it from here on out. But, Bri, it is time for our NFL preview show to start. And no other way to start it by picking our win-loss record. First off, for your Cleveland Browns. We will start out with that because we've got everybody saying 10-7. and 7. So people are smoking crack saying 12 and five. Some more people are smoking crack saying more than that. How do you feel this season is going to turn out for your Cleveland Browns, Brian? Uh, I mean, without getting too carried away with it, I'm as optimistic heading into a season as I think maybe I've ever been. Maybe you I'm a little Betty? short-sighted. Betty's, Betty's oh, yeah. excited. See? You hear her? Listen I to her. I love it. I love it. Yep. Get him, princess. Going crazy. She hates some Get him, princess. Must have saw a cat. No. Um, but, I mean, going back to, what was it, 2021 when we had Baker and we coming off that playoff season, maybe I was pretty high on them at that point. But right now it's just like everything. The stars are aligning. If we can't do it this year, man, I am very, very down on a – on our potential because it seems like everything's coming together. Uh, we don't have a terribly difficult schedule, even though we start out kind of tough. If we can just kind of uh, stay afloat 
uh, through the first month and a half. I think uh, we can really make some waves in the second half because this team is, has talent all over the board, and uh, and I really feel like they are kind of going without saying it, without really proving it. They're going all in for this season, um, and defense, offense, really no glaring holes as long as we can stay healthy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, you go in every year optimistic and uh, and you're kind of humble pretty quickly. But I feel like this year we're set up for success better than every any other year. And, you know, if it doesn't happen this year, maybe we are just cursed. All right. So you didn't give me a win loss yet. Yeah, I, I'm sticking with my my uh, record when we played the schedule game uh, back a couple months ago. I'm still with 11 and six. 11 and six. Big bribe. Yep. Now, did they win a division with that eleven and six? Hmm. I don't. I think it'll come down to tiebreak. I think somebody else, be it the Ravens, be it the Bengals, I don't think it's the Steelers, but either the Ravens or the Bengals. I think if I had to guess, one of those teams will also finish eleven and six, and it'll just come down to a tiebreaker. All right. So now it's my turn, Bry, and I'm going to do this because I need to, because every year we're going to do the uh, George Bush. You fool me once, shame on you. You fool me twice, shame on, shame on, shame on. Brian, I got the Browns going nine and eight. All right. They play in a very tough division. Um, I have always been the super high horse here. I predicted them to go 17 and one or 16 and oh, one year. 12 and four the next I've predicted all this stuff. And every time I got completely burned and I'm tired of getting burned, Bri, I'd rather be the guy to come in at a nice respectable record of nine and eight, especially with all the new pieces we've got in. Cause they did revamp the offense. They did revamp the defense, a new defensive coordinator, a new special teams, a new kicker now. All right. I'm just leery of what is about to happen. I I hope that they come through and do really well, Bri. I really do. And I hope that I'm proven wrong. But time and time again that I've had super expectations for this team, they have beat me with a kendo stick and beat me down into a hole. So I'm going to go 9-8. and eight. I have them finishing above Pittsburgh. Okay, but I have them third place in the division at nine and eight. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you you're crazy because you, you're you're kind of doing what a lot of the national media is doing. Like, hey, we've bought in on the Browns time and time and time and time again, and every year they disappoint. And so, yeah, I understand. You know, it's. It's uh, it goes back to whatever analogy you want to put out there to, you know, you do, you prepare yourself for this and then this happens and you prepare yourself for this and then that happens again and then it happens again and then it happens again. And then eventually you're going to be like, well, I'm just going to start preparing for this over here because it's been happening over time, 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 time again. I, I, and right. so I understand it. Like, okay. So here, all right. So ceiling wise, I'm with you at 11 and six ceiling wise. I think maybe 12 and five of chips fall right now. 
I also see that it's going horribly another way. And I could see them going six and 11. I could see them going seven. And you know what I mean? Like I could see it going another way. Like there's two. Now I don't think the bottom's going to drop out and they're just going to be horrible and tank it away. But I think they're going to be a mediocre team. And with as tough as the AFC is right now. And I know you we're favorable because we're playing last place teams. Well, Brian, a lot of those last place teams were tanking on purpose to get what they needed, and they got what they needed. I mean, if you look at it, but they're yeah. still young. Houston, you're not scared of Houston. No, 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 are you? no. You're not scared of Houston, but guess what? Look what Atlanta did to us last year. That's right. that. That's the shit that scares me, Brian. Because guess what? Atlanta came out, they threw ten passes, and they still beat us. Like that's 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 where I am. I'm hesitant because those are the games that you're supposed to win. And you didn't win. And that's where I'm at because I need to see this team win those games that you're supposed to win. And I know it's the NFL and everybody has a chance every Sunday, but you need to win those games. You're playing Atlanta. And all they did, they rushed it 13 straight times on you and scored a touchdown. Like, yeah. And I know I mean, and everything's different now. I know we got a brand new defensive coordinator. We got new right, defensive players. Right. In and there. that's where I, I trust but, in that. And I, I don't trust in what I saw last year. I trust in this guy does it different. This guy's better than what we had last year. And, and so yeah, that's where we're just there. Game. You just you just you say what you've seen in the past, which is fine. I'm not saying you're wrong. You know, you could very well be right. I'm just I'm choosing to believe in you know, these new guys have fixed the problem, and maybe they haven't. We'll see. Time will tell. All right. I got it written down now, Brian. We are on record. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think for the record, I think I think 6 and 11 is not in play. 7 and 10, maybe. I mean, 6 and 11. Obviously, so any team in the NFL can finish 6 and 11. Patrick Mahomes and Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey all get hurt, and they're out for the year. Six and eleven is in play for Kansas City. So six and eleven is in play for any team. But I think realistically, as long as we stay somewhat healthy, looking at our schedule, six and eleven is. I think. I mean, that would be that would have to be. I mean, below worst case scenario for me. I think honestly, where I am at right now with nine and eight, should be the lowest expectation for the Browns this year. That should be the lowest expectation. Nine and eight. Yeah, that's still a, a disappointment, I think. I, I know it's still a disappointment. But if you're picking, you can still have a nine and eight season. Some things go good. Some things go bad. You know, I, I get that. You're still winning. You're on the winning side. And you're playing a very tough, and I'm being serious, a very tough AFC North. Like, it's... Yeah, I understand. There's The reason I think the AFC is North is so tough is there's no gimmies. And every other and every other division, pretty much, except for maybe the AFC East, there's a gimme, a gimme game here or there. You know, the Raiders. Most of the AFC South is a gimme for the Jacksonville. But there's no gimme wins um, in the AFC North. So that's why I think it's considered the toughest division um, around. But, you know, I don't. I think you can beat all three teams. Like, I don't think like, well, you know, we have a hope and a prayer against Cincinnati. No, you can beat, you can split easily. I can, not easily, but I don't think it's uh, too crazy to think you could split with Cincinnati and Baltimore and Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, if you find a way to sweep one of those teams, then you're four and two. So, uh, 
but I'm optimistic, man. I mean, we're going to find out a lot in the first month, but, uh, but yeah, I'm nervous, but optimistic at the same time. Brian, when is your draft tonight? Your fantasy? Draft? Uh, 830. All right. Cause you know, we're going to go over a little bit tonight, right? Yeah. I figured that's All why right. I scheduled it for 830. I figured Adam we're going to go a little past eight. All right. Well, let's get in the NFL, Brian. Let's start picking this off division by division. Get what we think is going to happen in the playoffs and maybe predict a Super Bowl winner this year. Okay. So right All off right. the gate, we will start out with our AFC North, as we were just talking. Uh AFC North has been tough. Um, like you said, there's no gimmies here. You got Cincy with Joe Burrow, you got Baltimore with um Good God, why can't I think? Lamar Jackson, and then you got Pittsburgh mm-hmm. with Kenny Pickett. All right, and you got some good defenses, especially with Pittsburgh. Uh, Baltimore is kind of short up their defense. And I'll tell you what, Bri, Cincinnati's defense is sneaky. It's not super great, but it's good enough to kind of get them a couple wins that they need to get. So how do you see this AFC North kind of going? Um, I predict it to be kind of a gauntlet, and they just beat up on each other. But I predict the best quarterback will be Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, Cincinnati, will be the head of this division. And then I I got Baltimore behind them because you don't know what Baltimore's. That's another big question. And then I got Cleveland. And then I got Pittsburgh last. And, God, I need Pittsburgh to finish last, Brian. I need mm-hmm. Pittsburgh to swing and miss on Kenny Pickett. I do. I just want somebody in the AFC North. Like they all right, Cincinnati had their Andy Dalton years where they were just mediocre and just whatever with Andy Dalton. They had their Joe Flacco years later on after the Super Bowl with Baltimore Ravens and a couple years where they weren't that good. Pittsburgh's never really had that, Bry. I want to see a drop off of Pittsburgh. Like you wouldn't believe. It. I want to see like three or four years where they're just horrible. But it sounds like that's not the case because it sounds like what they're saying about Kenny Pickett is kid's a player. So how do you see the AFC North going? First off, I don't buy into Kenny Pickett. Neither should you. You had him ranked 32nd in the league. Um, well, of course, because he's a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah, but don't buy into preseason hype. I'm, how many guys have what? looked I'm, good in the preseason? It's Pittsburgh Steelers. The, the national media cannot you. wait to talk up the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're looking for any semblance of a reason to just hype them up. Remember, it was the last year, two years ago, Najee Harris is a better running back than Nick Chubb. Well, Najee Harris hasn't averaged four yards of carry in his career, and Nick Chubb is averaging five, almost five and a half. So, right. yeah, it's just the narrative that they put out there. I understand, right. you right. know, Honestly, perfect – think- uh, Perfect QBR, whatever he's got in the preseason, but it's the preseason. He's playing against second teamers. Don't don't get hooked. What are you gonna I, say? I think I think it's the coach more than I'm scared of than Kenny Pickett. Mike Tomlin's a really damn good coach. Hardball sure. a good coach. Now Taylor kind of lucked into I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. But when I see Tomlin and I see Harbaugh, I don't see them taking a drop off. Like they actually can control their teams. Like last year was supposed to be a drop off for Pittsburgh. With a rookie quarterback and everything, and look how well they did, Bry. Well, yeah, and that's why I would pick Pittsburgh at seven wins, eight wins, maybe nine wins even this year, as opposed to I think their roster is a six, seven-win roster. But because of the coach they have, 
you have to respect that and you have to give them a couple extra because he's proven time and time again, he can take these mediocre rosters and he can get them to nine, maybe 10 wins in a playoff berth. So you respect Tomlin, uh, what he's done and his track record. Um, but yeah, I just don't think they're, I don't think they're, uh, the roster is good enough right now. They have some exciting players like Pickens. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think they have the guys to make plays down in and down out. They got TJ Watt. Um, Hayward is still a beast, but he's getting up there in age. So eventually the decline is coming for him. Mika Fitzpatrick, I think he's a good safety. I think he's maybe a little overhyped too. Um, but yeah, I don't see many stars. Uh, on that team. So, yeah, I would have them fourth. Believe it or not, I'm going to say the Bengals are third. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's probably just a game that separates them from the Browns and the Ravens. Um, so, because I pick them third, don't, don't think that I'm picking them to finish, you know, seven and ten or something like that. But uh, but it's hard to stay on top to win division year after year after year after year. To look at the past um, history with with the AFC North, you don't have many teams that win the division three straight years. Um, so I think they get close, but, uh, but sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way. Um, you know, maybe a kicker goes through a struggle. We'll talk maybe in the, uh, in the preview segment of this week's game, they're, they're replacing two of their safeties. So maybe that has a, a bad effect on their game. Um, you know, uh, New offensive line, they expect them to be better, but uh, but maybe they don't mesh well. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not predicting a giant fall off from them, but uh, but I think maybe they they take a half a step back or something like that. Um, and then Baltimore, Cleveland, I like I said before, I think they're both eleven and six. Um, and I think it comes down to a tiebreaker. Baltimore's defense. Has to start proving a little more. They got the names on the defense, but um, but I think they have a lot of potential there. So that's kind of what scares me. And obviously, if Lamar's healthy, they can win 12, 13 games. If he's not healthy, they could win seven, eight games. So, uh, so yeah, that's the big unknown in the division. All right, so who you got picking and winning the North? Oh, I mean, I'll pick the Browns. If if I'm going to say it's going to come down to a coin flip, then why wouldn't I say the Browns? All right. I get it, brother. Uh, next time Orlando Brown Jr. blocks Miles Garrett will be the first time that he blocks Miles Garrett. Right? Yeah, I remember yeah. he was with uh, he was with Baltimore yeah. a couple years ago before going to Kansas City. So they gave him a ton of money, primarily – to shut down Miles Garrett because he's been the guy who uh, creates the most havoc against their offensive line. All right, you want to switch over to the NFC North? Uh let's let's run through the AFC first, and then we'll right, run to the go, AFC. Next up, AFC South. All right, you got your Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Tennessee Tennessee Titans. Tennessee. All right. So obviously Houston's going to have some growing pains because they got my boy CJ Stroud, my uh, boy too. Well, yeah, because you don't even start that. I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> you almost went into that one. I did. You almost leaned I into did. it. Yeah, I did. Beat I it almost twice. Right into All right, I'll finish it. your sentence. All right, uh, Jesus. All right, and then Anthony Richardson there for the Colts. So we got 
pretty much it's down to Ryan Tannehill and our boy. God, I hate sunshine. Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Right. How do you see this division going? Yeah, it's going to be kind of chalky, but, um, but yeah, I'd see Jacksonville winning it. Uh, Tennessee's the only team that can really challenge them. I think Indianapolis is going to have a very tough season and they're going to uh, flirt with the number one pick. Um, and if they get it, who knows what they'll do at quarterback. But, um, but yeah, Tennessee still decent. You know, you still have to prepare for them. You get them early in the season. Uh, but Jacksonville, just you got to assume that Sunshine's going to take the next step. Doug Peterson, another year in his system. Uh, the weapons that they have on the outside, I think, talent-wise, at least offensively, they can kind of carry um, that team to a division title. So it's not going to be pretty, and it'll probably be close, kind of like last year, come down to the last couple weeks. But uh, yeah, I think Jacksonville pulls it off by – Oh, let's put them at 10 and 7. All right. I got to agree with you with Jacksonville. I think right now the Tennessee Titans are a little bit older, a little long in the tooth. They got some veterans there that can actually win them some games. They're trying to splash in with some younger clientele, but I think right now with Peterson and Trevor Lawrence and getting him right last year has helped them a lot. And like you said, with the weapons they got at Jacksonville, I got Jacksonville winning that division, but I got Tennessee right behind them. And I got the Colts right above uh, Houston. There's something to Anthony Richardson that I'm kind of curious about, Brian. I I really am. He is a big physical quarterback. He is quick. He is strong. I hope it doesn't turn into a Jamarcus Russell because the kid's got some swag to him also. But I really do think that – Right out of the gate, I think it's going to be Jacksonville and Tennessee going for that top spot. And I got Jacksonville doing it, going 11 and 6. Okay, nice. What are we going to go next? AFC West, buddy. West. I I hate doing it, but, I mean, you got to go with what you think and what the heart says and – it's hard to pick against Kansas City. I will say I think it's going to be much closer than people are predicting. I think uh, the Chargers kind of take another step forward. They, they kind of got some bad luck. Uh, maybe it was bad coaching last year, but, um, but I think Herbert's ready to ascend to that elite level, um, and that defense will you know, keep them in games. They're not going to be great, but they got some names on the outside of the ball. Uh, Derwin James and Khalil Mack still are guys that you have to account for. So uh, I'll say Kansas City. Oh, I guess I'll put them at 13 and four. Um, and I'll put uh, I'll put the Chargers at 11 and six. All right. I got Kansas City also. I got them 12 and five um, because, you know, they're going to give up a couple games. Right. They have to. They're just, uh, they're still good. We'll get into wild cards here a little bit later, but I got the Chargers as one of my wild cards. Cool. Um, All right. AFC East. Now, this is going to be a toughie, Bri. This is also another one that has changed the landscape. You got Buffalo, you got Miami. You got the Jets, and then you got the Patriots. 
All right. Now, Patriots has got Bill Belichick. They always play tough. Buffalo has won this division, but Miami is an up-and-comer. And then you got A, Aaron Rodgers teaming up with some young guys smoking weed, not saying anything about Sauce Gardner. Um, you know, heaven forbid they do a handshake with a special um, not that oh, you know, not not that Aaron Rodgers hasn't been in a peyote tip before out in somewhere out in California. Um, but this is kind of an intriguing division. This is almost like the AFC North, Bry. And this is one where I think it comes down to veteran leadership. And I think that this time, I think it's going to come down to Buffalo and the Jets. And mm-hmm. I think for once, Aaron Rodgers has got the weapons that he needs. He's finally got really good wide receivers. He's got a really good running back. I'm picking the Jets to win the division, Bry. Okay. But I am going to tell you, Buffalo is right there with him. I think this is like the tiebreaker that you have got with Cleveland and Baltimore. I think these Mm -hmm. two, I think it's going to come down to those two. I think it's going to come down to the Jets and Buffalo. And I have the Jets winning that division because I have the feeling that the experience of Aaron Rodgers, um, just seeing him mic'd up telling, you know, the one guy that was faking a blitz and he stops, he goes, you know, you're not blitzing. And then he hikes the ball. Like just his knowledge alone on that team. That is a very talented team, right? It really is. Um, I think they're going to do magical things. And I think this is the year that the Jets get back in the playoffs and they make some noise in the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. Okay. Uh, we differ a little bit. So what we agree on is uh, is New England finishing last. I think it's like we talked about earlier. I think, uh, I think it's AFC North, AFC East are the two toughest divisions in football. And with Pittsburgh finishing last, I'll have New England finishing last, um, even though they have the best coach. They just don't have the talent to compete with the other teams in their league. Um, and believe it or not, I got the Jets finishing third. Um, I think I think certainly they have the potential, and with Rodgers, he can take them to that next level. But I think it's just going to take time. I don't think you can just plug a guy in and he's good to go. And, and – I'm maybe a little bit down on their offensive uh, weapons. Um, I think Dalvin Cook was a huge pickup. But uh, other than that, Brees Hall coming off the injury. I think Garrett Wilson is a solid wide receiver. I don't think he's an elite wide receiver just yet. Um, But other than that, I I just don't see many um, weapons. Now, obviously, a good quarterback, Pat Mahomes, makes all the wide receivers in Kansas City look really good. And so Aaron Rodgers is probably going to do the same for the Jets, but they just play in such a t- difficult division. I-, I think, uh, I think they will be very good. I just don't think they're going to be good enough. And I think the defense has maybe slept on a little bit. Cause I think that defense is really good. Um, but just Miami, I have them at two and, and they just, if two can stay healthy and I know it's a big, if uh, when he was out there, they were humming last year and, you know, the Browns might have had the most difficulty against the Dolphins' offense uh, last year in any game. We just we had trouble stopping them. So I've seen 
that ceiling of the offense um, with those speedy wide receivers and Tua just dropping dimes all over the field. So, uh, so I got to give them the respect, and I got them at two. And then I have Buffalo at one. I think a lot of people are predicting the demise of the Buffalo Bills this year. Um, and I think, uh, I think is a little premature. I think Josh Allen's still really good. I think, uh, I think they're hungry after what happened last year, you know, the organization went through a difficult time with the DeMar Hamlin thing and, uh, you know, maybe lost a little bit of focus or it just wasn't their top priority was football. Um, and I think Von Miller's injury was, uh, was one of the biggest injuries in the NFL last year. And I know he's going to be out the first month this year. Um, but I think once he gets back in there, he's a difference maker on that defense. So I think as long as he stays healthy, Josh Allen stays healthy. I think, uh, I think they take the division. All right. So you got AFC wise, you got Cleveland, Jacksonville, Kansas city, and Buffalo. Yep. I have got Bengals, Jacksonville, Kansas city, and the jets. All right. Let's mm-hmm. switch over to the NFC, Bry. NFC North. You got Detroit. Minnesota, the Bears, and Green Bay. All right. And I believe uh, Von Miller is definitely still on the pup. Uh, Princess has made an appearance upstairs. Oh, nice. So I have not uh, seen Princess upstairs. In a give while. her some camera time. Uh, yeah. Come here, Princess. Come on. There we go. Come on, Piglet. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she's not jumping. Oh, she's, okay. Gotcha. She's, she's low to the ground right now. Um, so this division is going to be a weird one, Bry, um, because obviously Green Bay is starting over with Jordan Love. Um, don't know what you're going to get out of Justin Fields in Chicago. Um, this could be the time that Minnesota takes a big leap and take over this division, but you also got Kirk Cousins, who was very injured last year. If you have not watched quarterback one on uh, Netflix, Mm-mm. God, bro, you got to watch it. You'll actually you have more appreciation for the guys that were on that show than you would believe. Like, I, I'm being dead serious. Like, I have more respect for Kirk Cousins than I do. It, it's the amount of injuries and pain that he played through last year was actually quite remarkable. So check that out. But I have got right now, and I'm going to take a swing on this one. I think this is Detroit's year. I think Detroit has done everything and anything to get to this point, and they've turned the corner that they needed to turn. Jared Goff played pretty well last year. They have definitely got some wide receivers with St. Brown. They got definitely the tight end, and running back-wise, can't complain with the running backs, Bri. Um, I, I got Detroit winning this division, but it is a close race with Minnesota. And then I got Chicago just barely right on their heels. And I got Green Bay for the first time in a very long time. Second high yeah. hit in that division. Yeah. So I'm going to go Detroit as winning that division. What about you? Uh, we are pretty similar in how we see the division. I, I, I also think it's a two-team race. I think it's Detroit and I think it's Minnesota. And again, kind of like the Buffalo Bills, a lot of people are predicting Minnesota's demise, um, primarily because they had a lot of close games last year where the ball bounced their way. Um, and so I think they finished with 12 wins, maybe 
No, 13 is too much. I think maybe 12 wins last year. So I don't think they quite get to 12, but maybe they get to 10 or 11. Um, and I just I have a hard time believing in Detroit's defense. Detroit's offense is proven that they are something special. And I think both Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins are probably top five quarterbacks in the NFC, which nobody really want, likes to talk about. And it kind of sounds icky to say. Um, just based on the narrative following around those guys. But I think they're both top five guys in their conference. Um, I'm going to give the slight edge to Minnesota just because I think Minnesota's defense is a little better. All right, I got you down. All right, NFC South. All right, so you got the Saints. You're going to have to help me out with this. The Saints, Tampa Bay, uh, Carolina, and... Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, Wow. This is going to be a garbage conference. <laughs> Jesus again. To me, to me, this is the easiest conference to predict. I think, I think New Orleans kind of runs away with it. I think Derek Carr, Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr and their defense. I think uh, I, I'm not saying they're a great team or anything like that, but I think they're a step above, maybe a step and a half Jesus. above anyone else in that division. Uh... Yeah, uh, you know, something just to be different. I'm going Tampa Bay. Oh, root, Baker boy. I got a root for a little Baker action. Cheers so to that. Got, so you got New Orleans. Hey, I'm drinking to that because I, I don't even want to pick this division. But <laughs> Jesus, I'm going to pick that one. I like it. All right. NFC West. Niners. Yeah. Seattle, Arizona. You go ahead. And who is the last one out in the NFC West? Niners, Seattle, Arizona, um, the Rams. Rams. Mm. Well, obviously the Niners are going to get this one. Um, I'm still not sold on Brock Purdy. I like what Seattle's doing with Geno, but I don't think it's enough. <sighs> Yeah, I got to go Niners, Bry. Shanahan's mm -hmm. a really good coach, and he's coached that team up, and I don't think anybody's going to come close to the Niners. That defense is actually really legit, too. So I'm going to take the Niners, but I, I have a feeling that Seattle will be right behind them in second place in that division, maybe a couple games back. Yep, this one's easy. I co-signed everything, basically, that you said. Um like the Niners, still not sold on Purdy, um, but they're just a really good team and very well coached. I will say uh, the Rams are just kind of a wild card. I don't know what to expect from the Rams. The Rams have so much talent on their team, um, but you just don't know where their mind mindset is on this upcoming season. As I can see, they're in L.A. They won their championship. They can tank it out and try to get the L.A. kid, Caleb Williams, number one. So do they push for a playoff spot, or do they just say, we're cool sitting back, having a terrible year, and getting this uh, USC kid, keeping him in the city, and uh, and starting our franchise over? So I don't know. I don't know what the Rams are thinking. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I think Seattle's going to be solid. Also, they're going to finish nine, maybe even ten wins, um, just based on what I've seen from Gino in the past, uh, or at least last year. Um, so, 
Yeah, San Francisco, Seattle, and then who knows with the Rams. It wouldn't shock me if they finished first. All right. And then we got the NFC East, Bry. You got the Giants, Cowboys, uh, Washington Commanders, and the Eagles. And right now, I cannot stay away from the Eagles. The Eagles, I believe, take this division. But there's going to be a shocker in there. I believe Washington is going to beat over top. I think Washington is going to be second in that division. Wow, that is big. Wow, that might be your boldest prediction of the show. I think so, because I think this is a year that it comes back to bite them in the ass in Dallas. And I believe that the Giants are just all for gazy because of what they did with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Now, granted, I fantasy drafted Saquon Barkley. But I got him yesterday. I'll take that. I, I, but I, I really do think that the Eagles are just above everybody else in that division with Jalen Hurts and the way that defense played. I think they got something going. So I'm going to go fly Eagles. Yeah, fly Eagles fly, right? Right. Yep, you got it. All right. So that's what I got. What about you? Uh, to me, the way I see it, I think this division is the most clear-cut. Every team is slotted you know, from one to four. And so Eagles, one, step down, Dallas, step down, Giants, step down, Washington. I think uh, I think there are, I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't finish in that order. Um, and I think the Eagles are just the class of the conference. Um, I think they're the one team that can compete with some of these AFC teams in the Super Bowl. I don't think uh, San Francisco can do it. I don't think any other team in the NFC, other than maybe if Dallas kind of catches lightning in a bottle and uh, and Dak plays like Jalen Hurts, um, other than that happening, which I don't foresee, I don't think anybody else can really compete with the AFC. All right, so you're Eagles too. Yep. All right, so Bry, we got. We're not even going to get the wild cards because we're already an hour in. We got 30 minutes left. We still haven't talked sure. about the Browns Bengals. Sure. So give me your Super Bowl prediction. Who do you think is going to make it to the Super Bowl? What teams? I'll go Philadelphia. Like I was saying, I think they're the class of the conference. And then, hey, I don't want to go Kansas City. That's just too chalky. Um, and it's so hard to – to win back-to-back. So I'll say Buffalo gets them. I'm going to go Buffalo and Philadelphia. All right. Now, on my side, I am going to go Eagles also. I believe the Eagles will make it back. Um, you know, something just for shits and giggles. I got Jacksonville making it with them. Wow, that would be exciting. The reason why is Kansas City's been there. I know Patrick Mahomes. I think Jacksonville, depending on how they do on defense, I think they could beat any of these teams. They showed it last year. They were really close last year, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think with Doug Peterson and with another year with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, I think this team takes another step. And I don't know if it's truly all the way to the Super Bowl, but you might see them sneak in that AFC championship game because I have a feeling a lot of people are going to get beat up before right before the playoffs. And if sure. a healthy Jacksonville team makes it, 
be careful, Bri. I think it's going to be close. And then obviously, Bri, Super Bowl winner. Sorry, bud, I got the Eagles. Yeah. What do you uh, just just to be different? I'll say Buffalo. I'll say Buffalo yeah, gets Buffalo. it, but I, I think it's it's at that point it's a coin flip. Um, but yeah, e- Eagles just as close as they were last year. It was like, man, they're right there on the doorstep. So another year like that, it'd be hard to argue with it. But yeah, I'm pulling for the city of Buffalo and uh, and for what they went through last year. Not to say I'm not pulling for the Browns, but um. Yeah, I think they put it all together. Hopefully, I have no distractions. All right. So, Brian, I need I need a favor from you. Okay. Yep. We missed the Buffalo Wing Fest. Completely. Like they did the chicken wing eating contest. Best sauces, best everything. All right. They already went through, I think it was last week or the weekend before last. This is up in Buffalo. This is up in Buffalo. This is like the okay. legit like Buffalo wing. This is one that Nick and Mickey go to all the time and do all that stuff. Gotcha. Next year, I would like to go to that with you, buddy. Can we do okay. a boys weekend of you and I going to Buffalo and doing the Buffalo wing eating content? Well, not doing it, but being there for all the festivities of the Buffalo wing. Is it Labor Day weekend or? I no. don't know. We'll find okay. out. We'll, we'll find out okay. next if year. But I would love to Labor do Day it. weekend would make it tougher. Um, but if it was like the weekend before Labor Day or something, I don't foresee an issue there. We'll figure it out. But I mean, man, some of those wings, like I saw pictures from this, the wings. Oh my God, Bri. They had like a wasabi wing there. It was oh, a yeah. zesty wasabi wing with sesame seeds on it. And I just, I, I got floored. I looked at all of them. I believe Nick finished third in the wing eating contest. Um, I think Mickey finished second. I'm not her wow. percent sure. I have to look it up, but they did very well there. So um, I'd like to go to that. And uh, N. Columbus said Rice Aroni is a San Francisco treat. Want to know our thoughts about Rice Aroni and that sneaky good food? I do like Rice Aroni. Yeah. But Who doesn't I, like Rice Aroni? I do prefer, though, the, um, God, what are they? The Encore, the Bag Rice. The Uncle Ben's like bag rice, you oh, yeah, and stuff Ben's. like that. Sure. I like those. So, all right, Brian, let's get into Browns versus Bengals, buddy. And this is what okay. we've been waiting on. Home yep. opener, you got the Cleveland Browns versus Cincinnati Bengals, one o'clock here at Cleveland Browns Stadium. Um, so nice saying, not at saying First Energy Stadium. Um, <laughs> Brian, um, I will go first. I believe this game is going to be a very close game. Um, especially for being the first week. Um, I think a lot of things are going to happen. We still got to keep an eye out. I don't think Denzel Ward's playing. Um, he has not practiced. Um, so I have, that scares me a little bit. Um, and Joe Burrow looks like he's healthy and ready to go. Oh, Bri. Um, God, we suck at home openers, Bry. We really do. <laughs> I, I want, I want one for the Gipper. Uh, I mean, what? Oh I mean, yeah, we gotta, we gotta do a uh, pick some, don't we? Yeah, do you I'll are start you, writing them down? Are you writing them down? Yep, I'll write them down. I think the thing that's going to change this game, Bry, and I'll, I'll give you a little predict of the player. I think David Njoku, um, came in. Oh, here we go. 
Uh, Craig said she came in third. Mickey Sudo came in third. She ate 231 chicken wings, Bri. Jeez. Okay. Two, what? 237? 231. 231? My goodness. Ten like, Bri, I'm having problems at like 20. I'm getting the meat sweats and stuff's not feeling right. Like, 231. You're on a different oh. level. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's not the Battle of Ohio, by the way. It is Northern Kentucky Bengals versus Cleveland. Um, we've already established that. It's whatever Tony Romo said. Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, God, Red River, Red River, Ohio uh, River. Rivalry. What's it called? <laughs> oh, they're close, right? No, they're Tony. They're like five hours apart. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't oh, know that. That was fantastic. Idiot. Um, I think David Njoku is going to be the key to this game, Bry. I really do because I think if they get down the red zone, I think he is going to score the touchdowns. I picture Joe Burrow to do what Joe Burrow does. You know something? I got to go with what I told my mom today because her and I talked about this on the way uh, when I got the kids. Okay. I got to go Cincinnati Bengals 27, Cleveland Browns okay. 23. Oh, you got to be kidding me. No way. Brian, history's on my side. No, I no, I'm not saying you gotta be kidding me. I'm saying you picked the exact same score I did. Oh no shit. Ex- exact same score. <clears throat> so Only... so you're picking Cincy 2723? Mm, no, nope, oh, I flipped it. I got Browns 2723. Yep. I'm keeping the faith, man. I'm I can't start out. On a down note, I got us going positive, and I truly believe we can beat uh, the Bengals. I've seen it in the past. I've seen us beat Bo- Joe Burrow multiple times, um, and now he's got something different coming towards him defensively. Uh, the defense has had a lot of success against him, and I'm hoping that Jim Schwartz can uh, contain the Giant and uh, – and just kind of throw his wrinkle into uh, to what works and what can stop frustrate Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Woods certainly had a lot of success against him, um, but uh, but I think it's going to be hard for them to prepare for our defense because they really don't know what's coming for them. Um, but I mean, one thing we haven't talked about is Denzel Ward, and uh, that's and huge. if if he's going to play, and, and right, that's going to be very big. And I don't. Honestly, I don't think he's going to play. No, he didn't practice yesterday. If he didn't practice yesterday, I don't they can't I don't think they can clear him enough to play this son like right? Well, and you, I forget it was you or uh Matt who mentioned last week that when they last time he got a concussion he missed 6 weeks, is that right? I I think that it was or like 4 weeks, years. 4 weeks, 4 6. I, I thought that was what it was. It might have been a hamstring, but I, I swear I thought that he was one of those guys. It was almost like a Joe Hayden concussion. You remember Joe Hayden mm-hmm. sat out a few weeks with a I, I still feel like that's what it was. And Craig said the winner of the wing eating contest was James Webb at 276 chicken wings. Yeah, my mind can't even compute that. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's wild. Um, but I wouldn't even be surprised if uh if like on a Friday news dump, if they put him on the PUP list and he's out for the first month. And now I'm not mm. hoping for that. 
But if you're saying, you know, maybe he missed four to six weeks last time he got a concussion, um, you know, I wouldn't rule that out for this time. And they don't want to do it. You know, they're optimistic that he can he can be good. And they didn't want to do it Monday morning because then they got to wait for a whole week of people talking about how what a terrible decision it was for them to play him in the preseason. And so it's going to be like a Friday news dump. And then by the time next Monday rolls around, we're going to have a game to talk about. So nobody's really going to be talking about how what a terrible choice it was to play him in the preseason. So uh, I'm hopeful. I'm hopefully plays, if not this week, you know, in week number two, certainly we could use him. He's our best cornerback. He's our best player in the secondary. And, uh, you know, going against Jamar Chase is a, is a tall task. So, um, at this point, none of us really know as a Browns fan, I'm just hope for the best prepare for the worst. So I don't think we have him, but, um, but how you affect the good quarterback when you don't have great, uh, great corners is you get to him in the pocket, you keep him in the pocket, you, you make him uncomfortable and, uh, you make him do things that he's not comfortable doing. And so for sure, we have two guys, Miles Garrett and, um, and to Darius Smith that can do that. So that's where my optimism lies. Well, let's hope for that, Bry. And, you know, hey, what do we – all right, I still owe you sweet basils pizza. Yep, pizza. Yep, pizza. And then I also owe you whiskey. What do we play yeah, for what, this what year? Was the, well, what was the other one? One was Brown's Ooh. picks. Did we do we did against spread. the spread? Okay. Yeah, but I don't want to do against the spread. You don't want to do that this year? No, because it, okay. it got clouded. I just want to do a pick em with you this year, bud. Okay. So That's I, cool. I owe you sweet basils, and I also owe you some – I know what I owe you. Whiskey. I think it's Cleveland whiskey. I'll take anything. Yeah, let's just do let's just do a bottle of whiskey this year. I feel like that's easier to uh, for me to get to you or for you to get to me rather than just a pizza. What about Red Stag? You know that's my favorite. I know it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't need I don't need the expensive stuff. I like me some red stag. All right. Um, Brian, let's get into a little bit of Fat Boy Tuesday. We gotta talk about Gino's a little bit because I got I got some. We got more. eleven minutes. Eleven minutes. All right. Just to give you a heads up. All right. Talk about all right. So quickly, Gino's great food. Brian, that fish sandwich was on the bomb. Those chicken wings, all right. I got to rate the chicken wings, and I told him I would on this show. All right, so right now I've got a list going, and right now Gino's is third on that list. Okay, very good chicken mm-hmm. wings, good flavor. They had that was the Cajun candy, mm-hmm. which was really good. Now this one fooled you a little bit because it was a Cajun spice with brown sugar. So it had a lot yep. of sweet with a little bit of spice. It reminded it's a dry me rub. it was a dry rub and it reminded me of an elephant ear. That's how mm-hmm. I did like the brown sugar that you would get on an elephant ear or the powdered sugar. Freaking amazing though. It actually really did go well with those wings. All right. On that note, let's get into our uh last little bit of trivia. All right. You said five college teams have won double. <laughs> All yep. right. Number one, Alabama. Got it. LSU. Got it. Florida. Number three. 
Clemson. Number four. Florida State's One not more. there. Florida State's not there. Mm. Is it Florida State? People are screaming at their phones or laptops right now at you. Oh, Georgia. There you go, Georgia. There it is. There's so all SEC schools, five. except for ACC. Uh, Clemson. Uh, Clemson. Clemson was the one ACC. No, yep, the Sean and, and Sunshine. Craig, he put a he put a bias on it so that Ohio State wouldn't be. Last twenty years, there's no Craig, bias. He, he put what a do you bias want me to say twenty one years? He, pa- he put a bias say twenty six years. Yeah, twenty nine and a half years. I mean, I mean it's not how, like it's, how. I mean, it's not like it's been thirty years since Michigan's won one. I mean, if if I mean, at Ohio State fans are used to saying, "Well, in the last seventy one years, you know, we have mm. a winning record against Michigan." Well, no, I'm not looking mm. at, I'm not There's dicing this, it up. However, you want it to you look know, at the history. Look at the history of it. Who who's winning? Right. This is how it starts. Is because you're you're computing the times of no helmets and when they were playing with an actual lambskin football compared to the times now. But it's okay, but. I understand that 1997, when you tied to get your national championship, when it was a tied national championship, because there wasn't an outright national championship, because you tied. It's okay. I understand you're bitter still, and I get that. I would be bitter too. I mean, I think I would be better than Nebraska. That's fine. When you're done editorializing, we can talk about the phantom uh, pass interference call against Miami in 02. Like, man, did, was Miami hosting, hoisting the trophy and then they threw the flag? Or at what point did they throw the flag for so they that, waited, uh, they waited until Jeremy Shaw came State, all the way out? I think Ohio State was boarding back. their plane. Ohio State might have been boarding the plane to go back to Ohio, and then they threw the flag out, and then they're like, all right, bring them on back. We'll give them another chance at it. And I think that – I don't. I can't remember exactly when they threw the flag, but it was hey, at least what? an hour and a half later. Hey, guess what? Though Miami still had a chance to win the game. Hey, Michigan went undefeated the year. How how are you going to blame them for uh, for going undefeated and winning every game that they played? Oh, here comes Justin. Who won the first BCS title and who won the first plate? Mm. What does that matter? That's all Who right. won the first Super Bowl? Nobody knows. It was Green Bay, wasn't it? I don't know. Might have been Kansas City. Was it Kansas City? I I don't I'm I honestly don't know. It was one it, I know both it wasn't of them the Browns early. I know it wasn't the Browns because they won it right before the Super Bowl happened. Right. Right. Yeah. Once the Super Bowl happened now, nobody wants to give them credit. All right. Uh top three, Bry. Uh, quickly top three, uh, three NFL storylines that you're looking forward to this year. Okay. Um, I kind of did mine with taking the Browns out of it because we'll be talking about Brown story. Yeah. We'll be talking Brown storylines for the next several months. So number three, I have Kansas city. Can they repeat? Um, everyone's kind of picking them to repeat. People are people don't think they're gonna lose a game. I mean, I think they're favoring every game, so that's just kind of crazy to me. Uh, knowing how the NFL works, they're gonna get humbled. They're gonna have some bad luck along the line. So 
can Kansas City repeat? I don't think anybody's done it in the last 20 years since some Michigan quarterback did it. Um, number two, uh, how is Buffalo going to recover? Um, uh, based on their tumultuous season last year uh, with the Hamlin situation, something we've never seen in football before on live TV. And uh, and the year before that, they went toe-to-toe with Kansas City and just kind of had some bad luck last year and kind of a disappointing finish losing to the Cincinnati. So that's my number two. And then my number one is can anyone challenge the Eagles in the NFC? Because right now they're head and shoulders above any other team in their conference. So, um, you know, certainly there's teams that are good enough. Um, and again, it's an oblong ball and how it bounces, nobody knows. So crazy things happen. But, uh, but right now I think they are the most talented team in their conference and it's not that close. All right, so all three of mine are quarterback-related, Bri. All right. Number three, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. What is that going to look like? Mm-hmm. Number two, Russell Wilson and Sean Payton in Denver. Sure. I can't wait to see what that train wreck is going to be like. And finally, my last one, Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Is it a fluke or is it truce? Because they gave up on Trey Lance who they traded a shit ton of picks for to get up to get to. And now they're going to go with Brock Purdy. There's a little bit of – also, you got to chime in. Derek Carr and Jimmy G. How are they sure. going to do this year? So, that those – mine were more quarterback-related. I really want to know what Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are going to look like. I can't wait to see this. This season's hey. going to be fun, Brian. Oh, yeah. I think uh, – I think- if we did not have the Browns um, excluded from our list, I think for anybody, they could throw the Browns in your list or my list. My list was more team-related. Yours was more quarterback-related, but just the unknown of Deshaun Watson and the Browns. And, yeah, I mean, Same we're here. talking about the, the variance and how many wins we can have, and nobody really knows what to expect. It's crazy. By the way, Ed said, Big Bryce, Michigan Talk makes me want a free hamburger. Hashtag Harburger. That, that'll that get you three games, Ed. You better be careful. You get I mean, suspended hey, for three weeks for eating I mean, a hamburger. Ed, selling something that you won and getting tattoos with it, I mean, that just gets you kicked out and, you know, you end up being a president at another university. You know, different times, I guess. Different times. That's right. Different times. All right, we're here at the end of our show. Thank you guys for watching our NFL preview show. Uh, Brian has got Buffalo winning the Super Bowl. I got the Fly Eagles. Fly winning the Super Bowl. And Brian has got the Cincinnati. Nope, I do. I got Cincinnati Bengals winning 27 to 23, I believe. Right, Brian? Yep, yep. That's what you And you got Cleveland winning 27-23. Yep. Uh, at the end of the show, we want to thank our troops, first responders, for everything you guys do. We want to thank Hero Keel and Lake Erie APA. I have not said him yet. He will be there at the show October 22nd with us. On that note, Brian, let's get the heck out of here so you can go draft. Um, who are you going to draft first? Uh, I so don't know where I'm picking got. yet. We'll have to find out. All right. Well, if you get a certain pick, I, Christian McCaffrey. Nicholas right. Chubb. God Nicholas bless you. God bless America. All right. They, see you, brother.